Welcome to Evolve Podcast, where we are mindful on our journey, living in our purpose with an appetite for success. Episode 8, Evolving with Brooklyn Summers. Brooklyn Summers is an actor. Brooklyn Summers has launched her own clothing line, and she has more upcoming things for us. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Happy Sunday, guys. How y'all doing? Great. Everyone is great. It's a good Sunday. It's beautiful, beautiful. I know, I know. Happy Black History Month, family. Shout out to Black History Month. I know. Artists out here. Some real life stories we got out here, y'all. I know that's right. All that Black excellence. Black. Yes. Yes. Hello. Let's give it up for Black excellence. (laughs) Yes. Black excellence. Beautiful Black women. Beautiful Black men out here. Intelligent, smart, educated, and most of all, wealthy. She said wealthy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, girl. And I I speak about wealth so much, y'all, because I'm telling y'all, it's like we've been deprived from so much in our history. And it's like we need to really like walk in our excellence. Like, and wealth is something we was deprived of years ago. So that's why I speak on it. It's not like, you know, I'm just all about money, of course, but it's just about really just walking in who we are and knowing how to claim our wealthiness. Like, we need it. We need to own it and boss up. And you know, I'm glad, you know, this is completely off script. This is off script. (laughs) But you know, I'm so happy that you brought that up because I feel like there's a stigma amongst black people. Like when we say wealth and we want money, people be looking at it like, oh, you know, are you being materialistic? Are you just putting prize on, you know, dollar signs? But at the end of the day, you know, this country and many countries around the world, around the globe has gotten free labor from yes. our ancestors for hundreds of years. I mean, they had a big head start. It's not just, so yeah, I feel you though. I agree. You're yeah. right. They had a huge start. Like you said, a head start. So we're like, start. this is exactly a huge head start. Exactly. This is what we, it's, it's pretty much destined for us at the end of the day. And I'm walking in it. I'm sorry. 2020. Walking purpose. I'm walking in. We walking in our purpose. I'm not That's just speaking right. for myself. I'm speaking for us. Like, the generation, the millennials, like we're walking in our purpose and, and, and they're destined for greatness. Like they're, they're entitled to come up with wealth. Mm-hmm. These new millennials, they're entitled mm-hmm. to have wealth and at 22, like it's yeah. Yeah. And so that's going to be, you know, a really, that's going to be something we're going to be discussing on one of our upcoming podcasts is our millennial madness podcast. <laughs> I, I, I'm so excited for this show. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff about young people today you know, a lot of young people don't have no fear. They are, they're fearless. They're, they're fearless. fearless. And, you know, they're not afraid, just like Brooklyn Summer, not afraid to live their dreams out and not taking traditional paths to success, um, you know, that we were taught to do 20 years ago. Right. Go to work. Go That's to work. <laughs> yes, I have a dream. Uh, yeah, when you go to bed at night. I know <laughs> you do. <laughs> I here. We ain't got time for those dreams, okay? We live in a reality. Yeah. Exactly. And I, like you said, I'm just proud of them. But I was reading up on just like some quotes. You know, I'm a quote and affirmation type of woman. And I was reading one of Benjamin Franklin's quotes. I know, you know, he's an African-American. But That's just right. saying, you know, it's just different quotes I like. But I was reading one of his quotes. And one of his quotes really made me think about the millennials, like how they really are not afraid. But one of his quotes are, there are three things extremely hard. Steel, diamond, and to know oneself. Ooh. And a lot of, yeah, steel, diamond, and to know one's self. A lot of these new millennials, they learn, they know themselves. 
they, they know what they want. They're going for it. They like, this is what I want. This is who I am. And I'm walking in it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a hard thing to do. Like a lot of older African-Americans still are trying to find themselves. So to right. come out, you know, to come out and to really know oneself, that's powerful. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, because they were deprived of so much. I mean, a lot of people walking around here with, they don't, they don't have, they feel like they don't have no culture. They don't have no language. They don't have no voice. They don't have no freedom. So exactly yeah i think that that yeah i'm really excited for that millennial madness show yeah so make sure all of our listeners tune in and you know as always y'all can chime in on our instagram page evolve mind body it's all llc on instagram and facebook so you guys can chime in on that one and another show we have coming up is with the um keeping in line with the whole black history theme we have miss tasha x coming up she's going to come on the show and talk about she's going to break down um, her historical research on black people in America. And, you know, you know, she did a lot of research, but I think it's very fascinating talking about the numbers, the number of people that came here on slave ships versus the number of black people that were already in America and how, you know, some of us probably more than we think have a lot of ties to Native American or Aboriginal mm-hmm. history bloodlines that a lot of us are not aware of. And she does a lot of research. She has a YouTube page. She got a Facebook page. She has a lot of followers. And I mean, the girl knows her stuff. So we go and chop it up with her. I'm loving it. Yeah. yeah. And it's African, it's history. It's, it's things that, I mean, we talk about American with history. It's American it's history. American history yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's what these podcasts are about. Speaking about living your life, focusing on your journey right. and teaching the world, like something motivational, something like everything we discuss is powerful. Right. Anybody we bring on this show is powerful. Like we know we, we, we introducing people that have purpose and meaning behind their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm loving it. I'm loving yeah, it. I'm absolutely loving it too. Cause when you put that energy behind, you know, positive, good forces, good people, people with good intentions, living in a purpose, walking their path and, you know, living a truth and, and creative. I think creativity is so important for, you know, just mental health, self care, Mm-hmm. Uh, spiritual balance so you know I find it fascinating to see all these young people you know creating so many things just like you know yourself Brooklyn Summer I mean you're an actress you're a musician you're a, a clothing designer like I can't wait to chop it up with you so we can get all up into the nitty gritty of what you've been doing okay yes yes there's a lot going uh, on <laughs> right okay so and then the last show that I want to plug before we go ahead and get started with this interview is we got um, the skincare specialist esthetician Shauna that's going to be coming on the show and she's Shauna gonna be- yes hey Shauna big up to Shauna yes we're going to keep in line with the whole self care um mood and she's going to be giving us some good skincare advice um just overall self care advice and helpful tips and you know kind of teach us how to take care of ourselves better because they be saying black don't crack but i bet you would crack if you don't drink your water and eat your <laughs> exactly you don't put that moisturizer on your you skin that, that black will start to crack hey i'm t- I'm, a- I'm gonna be 41 next saturday y'all can y'all believe that oh big up to k got a birthday <laughs> coming up girl. shout out to you Shout out to you, 41, but you look good, girl. You putting that moisturizer on your skin every day? Hey, I'm telling you, I'll be real serious about my moisturizing game, y'all. <laughs> Don't put that yeah. out there right now. I'm with you. <laughs> I am with you. I keep it on. They're like, oh my God, your skin looks so good. What do you do? Hey, you don't know what I do at night. Because yes. at night, it's a whole other person. This hair wrap come on, this moisturizer go on. I'm in mean, a whole other thing, girl. I get to light that sage, honey. 
telling um, them demonic spirits out, I'd be a whole other person. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you know, speaking of sage, too, I read an article today and it was talking about how uh, sage, when you burn sage in your home for at least 30 minutes, it kills 99% of the germs, airborne bacteria. Bacteria, I don't it does. Know, you think that's true? Do you think that's possible? Oh, it's definitely true. Okay. It's definitely true. That smoke and that... um. I think it's really the smoke and the fire that's really killing the bacteria. Yeah, that's what I truly believe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That sage has uh, magnificent healing particles. Yes, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, yeah. do you sage? Yes, I do. Oh, I good. love it. Good. Yeah, Brooklyn, when I, when, I first, when I first spoke with Brooklyn, I, I was so um, honored, shall I say, to speak with her because I was speaking with black excellence. Oh. Her voice, her demeanor. I didn't even, I hadn't even, I couldn't even see, when you speak with someone, I'm a visual person, so I start to visualize how that person is sitting, what's their pose, what's their, you know, what's their position that they're in. And when I spoke with Brooklyn, I, I, I felt a sense of energy and black excellence and mm. confidence. And I know who I am, and this is what I'm doing. And I was like, I said, how old are you? And she was like, she told me her age, and I'll let, I'll let her tell everyone. And I was like, you going places. You are amazing. Thank I you. know that's right. That makes me feel so good. It makes me feel like I'm doing something right. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I be forgetting. I be like, oh, is this enough? Hey, you know what? Sometimes we get all up in the thick of everything we doing, and we forget. We do tend to forget how great we are, and the reason, you know, that that kicked it off all in the beginning. So don't forget. Nope. Don't even forget. Don't even keep it moving. Keep it moving. Yeah. Keep it moving. Yeah. Keep it moving. And you know what, when you say, is this enough? You know what, the answer is no. Because you know what somebody told me the other day? Somebody sent me a message um, in my inbox. And they said, oh my God, you inspired me. They said, keep doing the most. Wow. And so, yeah, right, exactly, right? Keep doing the most. And for a moment, I could have took it and I could have got offended, like, you know, because the first thing you think, when people say that, it kind of offends the person. Like, oh, you doing the most, you doing the most. People say that so much, but in reality, it's like, you know what? I need to be doing the most because if we're not doing the most, we're not doing enough. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The ones who win is the ones who doing the most. So when she said that, I was like, you're right. I was like, you know what? And the most is needed. So Brooklyn, like you said, am I doing the most or am I doing enough? You do more. Don't never stop doing. Don't keep stop. Give, keep giving it to them. Give don't them what they want. Don't give in and don't give up. Yeah, yes. So okay. Brooklyn Summers, right, yeah. Brooklyn, I love it. So Brooklyn is a musician, an actor, an owner of her own clothing line, owner and founder, shall I say, of her own clothing line. What you call the line name, Brooklyn? I'm sorry. Uh, it's called Sada Studios. What is it? Sada Studios. Oh, that's right. Sada Studios. Fabulous. Yes. Sada Studios. That's, mm-hmm. that's fabulous and sexy girl. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Brooklyn, 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 being a musician. Which I really, really think is a tough role and some big shoes to fill. Yeah. Tell us about your your industry. Tell us about the music. Tell us about how you got on your music journey and like what what gave you the appetite for success in the music industry. Oh uh, well, um, I kind of already knew what I was gonna do from a young age, mm. um, from about like six. Mm. Um, I I always grew up with music around me. My mom was a DJ and she went to school. She went to Georgia State for. Um, Mass communication. She used to work out Hot 1079. So it's like I kind of oh wow, really? Yeah, I was always around it because of my mom. Like my mom was into production. That's yeah, 107.9. Yes. 
Um, she used to work with uh, Wow back when Ethereal was um, the host of whatever time period. So one of point nine, that's out of Atlanta, right? Yes, it is. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'd be at like all the radio events, I'd be listening to music. My mom had a box full of like CDs. My cousin, who was like I grew up with next to her, like my older sister, um, she was very into music. She was the person doing uh, the LimeWire stuff and burning CDs. Oh yeah. So it was like I was just <laughs> I remember LimeWire. Yeah. <laughs> Um, then my grandmother, she sang in her church's choir and I used to go to church with her all the time. And then my uncle, my dad's brother, he, um, also was an artist for a very long time. He was a writer. He used to be a part of a group called, um, Hamilton Park. And, um, Mm. he's, I just used to see everything go down and I already knew what I wanted to do. So when I first started off, um, with anything in the entertainment industry, I was a dancer. I did jazz ballet and hip hop, um, for years. And then eventually when I was like... 15 I started deciding that I wanted to take music seriously I was in a group it was called Endless um I was managed by this lady named Jelana everything was going great with the group we had performances we're in the studio but you know like usual girl groups things just don't work out you know right um Mm -hmm. the manager left and she asked me to leave with her and she just wasn't as her drive wasn't as hard as mine so okay. I had to stop working with her because it was just making me sad that no one was like going as hard for me as I was wanting to go. Mm-hmm. So, That's the energy. Um, yeah. So I had I had to leave these people alone and I gave it a break and I started getting back on um, focusing on acting because I've been acting since I was 11. But I started overall everything when I was six. I was I used to be signed to a talent agency. Um So I started focusing back on acting and everything was working out with that. And then. When I turned 20, I started taking music seriously again because I just had access to it. Um, I was more in the scene, I guess you could say. Everybody saw me as a scene person because like, I was just always working towards something in the entertainment field. Um, it's just always been like that. So now I'm at the point where I found a great team. Uh, we're building even better team, an even bigger team, so we can knock That's everything, wonderful. all these barriers down. My project comes out April 2020, and Uh-oh. I'm just really excited for everyone to yeah. see. It so, can you give us like a little sneak peek? Can you tell us what your project is going to be like? Can you just give us like the vibe? So, because I'm ready to prepare myself, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just it's very it's a it's like a get to know me. It's okay. like, Ooh, don't, don't give them too much. I love it. I yeah, get to know you. It's, it's just Brooklyn, like, I don't say you much. didn't tell them how old you were. Oh, I'm 20. I just turned 22. January's 28th. Oh, curious. happy belated birthday. Boom. Thank you. Yes. yes. When was your birthday? January 28th. January 28th. So now y'all see why I said when I first spoke with this young lady. Right. I could not believe she was the age she was. 22. The voice. The energy <laughs> behind it. Like, our viewers can hear it in her voice. This girl is powerful. Yeah. Thank she's you. going places. Like, her energy is just amazing. I mean, she was so full of life, and she was so energetic. I'm just listening to her, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you're going places. And the work ethic and the, the diligence, you know, to keep with it after so many years and just being able to know, you know, what you wanted to do at a young at a young age. Yeah. That's powerful in itself. Yeah, I was, I just, like, my parents always tell me, they're like, I was just never the kid that said, oh, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I was like, mom, I want to be an actor. Mom, I want to be mm-hmm. a singer. I mm-hmm. want to perform. I want to entertain people. 
Well, Brooklyn, before we go on to our next question, I'm going to leave you with a quote. I'm, I'm all about Black History Month and these positive quotes and affirmations because they are definitely impacting and changing lives. One of my favorite um, poets, Maya Angelou, nothing will work unless you do. Mm, you're absolutely right. Ooh, that's a good quote. That's a good yes. one. Ooh, I'm that's a good to one. That on a nothing will work unless you do. Maya Angelou. Yeah, they say future. faith without works is dead. Yes. Yep. Yes. So, okay, so your project is coming out in April. So, I mean, like, is this a, are you singing? Are you, is it like an indie vibe? Is it a I'm singing. Flow? It's a nice, it's a nice R&B feel. Okay. Yeah. I love it. She giving us sneak peeks. We need, we need R&B back. We need some real R&B yeah, back. Gonna, uh, we are suffering out here, okay? Yeah. It's killing me. I love it, but I'm like, God, leave. Any more trap music, I'm going to be in somebody's trap house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I already know what you mean. Trust I me. Mean, I have to separate myself from all that. You know, people my age, that's all they listen to. Yeah. So yeah. They don't to... have no soul. Like, honey, mm-hmm. one thing about you, know, being a musician, you have to take artists from all angles. I mean, you have to listen to all artists. To everything. So, to exactly. Yeah, yeah, you got to yeah. listen to things differently. Who, who do you listen to? Who do you listen um, to? Ooh, I listen to a very long <laughs> variety. Got um, broad spectrum over here. Yeah, because I what I usually do is uh, I have playlists where mm-hmm. it's just all different artists, mm-hmm. so I can like just keep on getting different people in my list. Yeah, like, I have a lot of good playlists, um, but right now I think I'm mainly on. I love Brent Fayez. I'm loving Brock, uh, Brockhampton. Yeah. Okay. Um, of course, everybody loves Summer Walker, but uh, lately, mm-hmm. lately I've just been on the guys lately because the girls, you know, they're doing their thing, but like the guys have just been giving me what I need. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yes. That's right. Yes. That's but good. I mainly listen to like Frank Ocean. Okay. Um, that's my type. Frank Ocean for sure. Um, I like Dom Kennedy. I've been getting really into him. And then the rest, I I listen to a lot of old music. Oh, okay. really? Like who? Everything from nineties and the two thousands. Everything you could think of. I listen to a lot of Jay Z. Oh yeah. Um, love Jay Z. Shout out to Jay Z. I love Jay Z. I do. Yeah, I <laughs> love Jay Z. That's kind of what I grew up on. He drive behind him. He got, and he has a story. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I grew up on him, and I grew up on um, Lauren Hill and yeah. um, one of the, the two of the greatest. Yep, Lauren Hill and Erica Badu. That was my mom's favorite. So yeah. those are kind of my favorites. And Brandy, a lot of. Oh yeah. Oh yes. People forget about Brandy. Exactly. There's nothing in my room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think about you, girl. Brandy was Brandy went playing. Brandy was sitting in that room. Think about him, like for real. Yeah. Brandy was a good artist. Brandy, Ray J, Ray J. You know. Yeah. But that's some good artists. Those some good, you know, '90s babies. I call them. They was they was they was out in the '90s. They was giving us life in the '90s. K. Brandy, Brandy, yeah. Monica. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they had, and I mean, these girls can sing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they not just keeping a tune. They can actually sing. So yeah, I can't wait for your project to come out in April. And so I'm assuming that your music will be streaming on all platforms in yes. April. Yes. Of course. Okay. Of course. So do you have any? Do you have any? Uh, any features? Are you work with anybody on your album? Um, I haven't decided if I want to put anyone on it so okay. far. But artists that I have worked with so far is um, my friend Suave. 
Okay. Um, we did a song together. We're about to do another one together. Uh, That's another, awesome. Thank you. Another artist I've been working with very heavy is um, my friend. He helps me write, but we've been doing a lot of songs together as well. Um, his name is Major Maija. So you write your own music? Uh, I get help. I do okay. write my own music, but the songs that I've been liking the most are the ones that I've been letting like my creative friends come in and put their two songs Good. and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And I've been working with another guy named Dion Guild. Those yeah. those two guys are probably the most talented and understanding people. Like they just get it. They get the vision. Like you don't even have to talk it. They can feel it. You know. Yeah, um, you're being very optimistic. That's Whatever a good thing. I like, didn't you, know, you're not being selfish. You're, you're letting others come in and give you some advice. See, that's one thing I like about you because at the end of the day, so many people that think they got it all, they know it all. They don't need no help. I got this. I got this figured out. Well, sometimes you have to be a little bit open and be willing to take constructive criticism, be willing to get other people's perspectives and point of view, point of views, because we may see things differently. So that's yeah. really good as a, at a young at a young age that you're being optimistic and you're being open to receive constructive criticism as well as taking the help that you need as a young artist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just want to learn. You know, I want to be I want to be one of the best, and I really want to learn and perfect oh, everything. Right. I want to be respected for the what what I what I was attempting to learn and what I mastered like mm. I, I just I, I want it to work I want to be a boss that's all I, I can say in order to be the boss you gotta know everything and bosses and bosses hang with bosses exactly I love that I love, that. I love it you don't hear too many young people talking about some I want to master something I think that's very impressive Brooklyn thank you mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely well, we can't wait. You make sure you plug us and tag us and let us know when your project comes out because we are... Do you have an, a name for your album yet? Can you give us that? I have not named okay, it Okay, that's fine. Okay, okay. That's fine. So, I cannot so, wait. Yeah, exactly. So, Brooklyn, that's that's really good, good gossip and good juiciness, shall I say. You're giving us some juice over here about the music industry, about the business, what you got going on, what you have coming up who you're working with, and what you're getting ready to drop soon. I'm excited about the music side of you, but there's multiple sides that Brooklyn has to offer you guys. That's right. Yeah, so that's just her music side. Yeah. So now we're going to get it, we're going to, we're going to, as Kate would say, we're going to chop it up a little bit about your clothing line. That's so right. So tell us, yes, yes, yes. Style tell Studios. Yes, Style Studios. I love it. So tell us about your clothing line. Like, what's the inspiration behind your brand? What inspired you to get into branding your own clothing line and just starting up Sada Studios? Well, it's actually something I've been wanting to do since I was like 13. Um, growing up, my grandma made a lot of like my clothes and or she'd like take them in. She, My grandma, she was a very good seamstress. Um, wow. So I always saw her, so I always wanted to do the same thing then I was very into like fashion I know what I liked mm -hmm. I know what I um I didn't have a specific style I just wore whatever made me feel good you know what I mean mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. um it's something I've been wanting to do for a while I used to make my own clothes as well I made my prom dresses I made two of my prom dresses wow yeah I was I just did it very um slowly but surely and then one day I put together the business plan and then I decided to just go ahead and move forward. I found a manufacturer, I went ahead and made the design. I'm like, okay, well, I don't have as many women followers. If this is really a hit, all the women will buy and it will help build that and brand myself at the same time. But overall, what's crazy is I really want to design men's clothes. 
Really? Yeah, I love very interesting. I love dressing men a certain way. Mm. And I like details. Uh, I know that's right. And what's crazy <laughs> is I don't dress like too girly. I like the girly stuff for certain pieces, and that's what like my clothing brand is really about. It's like a studio for everything and everyone, but it's going to be worth it. Every piece is going to be worth it. Like the sets were just something small, but I'm about to go way bigger. Mainly do men's or unisex because mm-hmm. I dress kind of dress like a boy. I'm a tomboy. um make it stylish and still comfortable and that's that's my main concern just comfy and cute i eventually want to want to get into like expanding to maybe some home decor like oh wow some coffee tables i definitely want to do some rugs some like pillows stuff like that just some a lot of different cool things i want it to be an entire lifestyle brand yeah um mm-hmm. upscale lifestyle brand so i'm in the process of trying to build it to another audience and i just really wanted to work out i want everybody to feel like they can wear it um i want to have that certain look that certain you where you know what it is as soon as mm-hmm. someone has it on mm-hmm. and you know as i'm looking like that I look, I look at a lot of your photos on instagram your clothing designs are very they stand out like they are eye-catching and um, distinct to your line. That's what I was going to say. And family, if y'all, if, if you guys are on Instagram and Facebook, make sure you go and check out Brooklyn Summer's fashion line page at Sada Studios. That's S-A-D-S-S-T-U-D-I-O-S-S on Instagram. And go check out her line. Um, uh, your clothes, I mean, they are very... And do you sew? Are you sewing these yourself? Um, I actually have a seamstress that made the samples. I could do them myself, but I'd rather to them to be done correctly. And then I have yeah, the by the professional, yeah. With. I see a lot of two pieces on here, girl, that I'm loving. I see yes. skirts and shirts and pants. I absolutely love this book. No, it's, this it's time for the bikinis, you know. Spring's coming up. <laughs> Gotta get everybody <laughs> How did you, so you said your grandmother used to make a lot of your clothes. You made a lot of prom dresses. You made two prom dresses for yourself. Yes. Okay, that is really nice. So, I mean, like on a larger scale, I mean, I know you want to do the home decor. I mean, are you looking to open up a storefront? Are you trying to get to a mall? Um, I, that is what I have to decipher later because okay. I want to be able to put it in certain stores. I just have to build its name to a certain point where mm-hmm. people would act. That's what they're going to the store to get. Like, mm-hmm. not just, oh, this looks cute. Just like people you go want to them st- specifically to seek out your stuff. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Well, that's a good expectation. So what's, what's, what's coming up for Sada Studios uh, in 2020? Well, we have some sweats about to drop next oh. week. Um, really Are these sweats for men it's, or sweats uh, for unisex. men? <laughs> it's gonna be you know you like to dress a man, so yeah, it's gonna be unisex. You know, real baggy, real unisex. comfy. I love baggy. I don't do too much tight. It's crazy mm-hmm. that my first thing was tight clothes. I don't wear tight or provocative clothes, but I just like certain looks. And Got you. Yeah. Got that freestyle. That's how Leah was. I like the Leah. That's one thing about Leah. She was very baggy clothes, tomboyish, but she still was real sexy at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and you do not have to wear provocative clothes and sexy clothes in order to be able to be viewed as sexy. You know, sexy is an attitude and it's an energy that just kind of flows from you. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, and definitely, it's funny you said that too, Kay, because you're absolutely right. You don't have to wear tight clothes. Speaking, listening to her voice and her 
whole like demeanor, exactly her demeanor. Like it didn't matter if a man, a man met you right now, you had on some jogging pants. I guarantee you, mm-hmm. you'll be one hundred to him. Because yes. this, this is what a lot of millennials don't have. They don't have conversation. No, they, don't, they, don't. they can't have a whole conversation and and everything without being a broken sentences or or saying, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. So I mean, I, I get so tired of hearing that. Like, what are you saying, dude? You're not saying nothing. I really we are really gonna beat up on the millennials. It is going down. Going down. What should we what should we put down now? The millennials, y'all about to get it. Yeah, we about, about to get y'all straight. Because <laughs> we need to bring more of this back. Professionalism. Yeah. Yeah. Well spoken young generation. Not you know what I'm saying, or every two minutes you gotta be taking a pause, like, yeah, you know, scratching your head, grabbing your Whatever. I need a bleep for this. Having your baby, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your pants sack. So, I mean, like bringing the professionalism back. I love it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. A lot of people don't know nothing about professionalism. It's an, it's an old, it's an old. Uh, what do you call it? Old culture trait. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. So Brooklyn, you know, it's funny that I heard you talk about having some unisex clothes in your line. So with like the state of affairs of fashion and just who we are as a society that's coming up, you know, how are you planning on tackling that? And just, um, I mean, how do you, and how do you think that's going to be well, that's going to be received amongst the masses about unisex clothes? Like, you know, these pants are for a man or a woman. I mean, do you think that's the direction that fashion is going in? Well, for sure. Um, it's funny because there's actually a lot of men wearing women's clothes now. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot Good of point. friends who are, um, into I have a friend, she owns a store, it's called No Signal. Her name's Emily. Um it's a great shout store. out to you, Emily. Mm-hmm. She owns a store called No Signal. It's like a store of designer archives and it's crazy because like a lot of people sh- everybody shops there because it's a lot of different designers there for a good price. It's very stylish, very it's just it's the fashion world basically. Right. And that's all that's going on right now. And I get a lot of input from her. I listen to her a lot. She helps me sometimes with with, with the directions and staying um, afloat of what's happening in that world. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy for me to do so. I feel like it's going to go well with the unisex because women, we're wearing guys' clothes all the time. All the time. This we like true. to be comfortable. We like to be chilling. Everybody's mm-hmm. into their, you know, their Yanni health or whatever. Everybody's right. <laughs> tight clothes all the time. You know what I'm saying? So that's right. That's um, right. Comfy cute is what's in. It's, it's comfy it's cute. Here. I love that. Yeah, comfy cute is here. You know that chill, cool vibe that's here. That's that's all everybody. That's all my generation is like all about. And everything that I'm making is everything that applies to like my age group. But I do want to start tapping into different um groups of people mm-hmm. just because that's how big i want to expand it it just it doesn't i don't want to just make my brand all about being cool you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. right right, right. i think like atlanta is is a hub i mean you're definitely in the right place for that exactly and everybody's very supportive out here that's good yeah, they do support their own people. I love that. I love that. So Brooklyn, I mean, we want to. We don't want to give the guests everything, but I'm so excited that we're touching base on a lot of stuff, so people get to know you. They follow you on Instagram, and they follow your brand, your clothing line. But now we have something extra 
I, I told y'all I was layers to this girl. We pulling off these layers. This girl has so many layers to be so young. <laughs> and you know, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I mean, so now to pull off another layer, shall I say? I mean, you play so many roles. You have so many roles. You have so much up under your belt, from the musician to your clothing brand. And now you're into acting. Yes. Mm-hmm. How did that come about? How did that actually come about? Like the whole acting, get into films, got a hot film on Netflix, got mm-hmm. some more coming out. How did you get into that? Well, like I said, my mom was into film. She used to work for a production company called uh, Rainforest Films. Uh, she also used to work for Dr. Phil as one of the producers. Wow. Um, she went to LA to live there That's for hot. a couple of months to do that. But this was just killing us. So. And L.A. was too expensive at the time for her to bring me. So I, she just just tell me the stories and be like, you love L.A., Kay. And uh, I, was like, I was like nine or ten at the time. And um, I used to always go with her. I met like all her cast and director friends. Like they still, till this day, these same people who have known me since I was like seven and eight. Went to college with my mom, grew up with her, did internships. They're casting for every big show and movie that you can think of in Atlanta. And wow. they've known me since I was a kid. So I go to auditions, like I have an audition tomorrow, with the same guy that has known me since I was a kid. So wow. I was just, yeah, awesome. I was just always, um, he actually casted me for one of the movies I was in that was on TV One, the Dinner for Two movie. Oh, oh wow. okay. Yeah. So. Okay, yeah. So let's actually get into some of your films that you've been yeah. in. Yeah. I know you have Legacy, which is a series that was on CW, and now everyone can uh, look at that on Netflix. You want to tell us a little bit about what uh, Legacy is about? Oh yeah, Legacies. It's like a. It's like one of those Vampire Diaries type of shows on CW. Okay. Um, like the creatures and the crazy storyline with all the warlocks and vampires and wolves and things of that nature. <laughs> but um, it was really cool. It was really fun. Everybody on set was extremely nice. Um, it was something that I definitely wish that I would have came back for like the rest of the season because it was very interesting. It was a lot going on, and I love. I just love being on set. I love the atmosphere. It makes me feel alive. It's. It makes me feel as alive just as much as like theater because that's actually where I started off was in theater. Right. Since I was like eleven. I was a theater kid until I was about seventeen. And then I told my mom I wanted to do film and television. And then I just went out, found an audition, and I booked my first role. I didn't even have an agent. I just went to the casting. I was outside for hours. I was there. I missed my whole best friend's birthday. I was there. Oh, that's for dedication. Fourteen hours. And I wow. Fourteen hours? Yeah. Dedication. It was for like a movie for a book. It was. It was really fun. It had. Um, you, you guys watch Empire? Yeah. Love it. Um, the guy who played. Um, Dang, what's his name on there? His name is Tobias Trevelyan, but um, I'm trying to think of D Major. He, he plays D Major. D Major, D Major. Mm. He was one of, he was I gotta go malls, back and look now. Malls I, yeah. Or flames or whatever. Um, but yeah, he played him in in Empire, and he was the lead. That was my castmate, and then it was a lot of different people in it. Robin Givens was in it. Wow. Okay. I love it. it. Um. It was a lot of different people in it. Um, Mama D was in it. Um, <laughs> Mama D be everywhere. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Shout out did. to you, Mama D. Mama D, girl. She Mama, D Mama D is somebody's mama for real. Like <laughs> Mama D be Mama D be she be more places than her own son. Exactly. Girl. She <laughs> I'm gonna go get this bag. Exactly. So, 
everyone on set was really fun and they, they were really sweet and I made a lot of good friends. They taught me a lot. And from there I got an agent and then I just started booking things and learning more and staying in acting class. And it took a lot of determination and hard work and practice. And the thing is, it's still the beginning. Like it really is. That's just right. You just go to your resume, girl. Exactly. Powerful. That was a powerful word. Yeah. Okay. Still the beginning. And so the next one is a TV sh a TV one movie, Dinner for Two. Give yeah. us the scoop on that. Um, mm. Yeah. So the guy who knew my mom, he casted me for that as a, I was one of the lead roles. Um, it was on TV one. It, I had so much fun filming it. It had Mac Wilds in it. Um, yeah. Knows who, everyone should know who that is. Mac Wilds. Uh, yeah, I've right. seen that. Yeah, Shout definitely. Out to who else was in it? A lot of people was in that too. Well, not a lot, but a few people. <laughs> people I went to acting classes with, like, and it, it made me much more comfortable and it made me ready for the next thing. Like, it it was really fun on set. Um, it was like a period piece too. So, mm -hmm. um, it was like from like the 90s. And oh. it was um, like a HBCU school that we went to. Um, and my character messes with the guy that my best friend likes but she has a boyfriend it's it's hilarious wow um, <laughs> so it's like it's like a romantic comedy yes kind of okay it's like a drama kind of okay a drama yeah. okay i okay. love it though it was so much fun um it just made me more hungry i know that's right okay and so let's move on to your amazon prime series morty tell us a little bit about that yeah, so Morty is about like this guy who works in the morgue and his name is Morty and he has these conversations, these really deep conversations with the people he's working on, the dead people. What's crazy is we filmed that episode in a real morgue and it were real dead bodies oh, next to oh me. Oh God. Creepy. I was freaking out. <laughs> I was like, can we please hurry up? Oh my God. I got it, I got we did that scene so many times. The fumes were starting to get into our heads, like the bomb. What they used to bomb the bomb. The embalming fluid. What? Oh my oh god. Oh my goodness. It. I love like it. Paper towels in there, but it was fun. It was probably one of my favorite sets because the, that that director who also wrote the show, he's a sweetheart. He really just cares about like the people that are putting in the effort to something that he loves and that he put his all into. And it's a really good feeling just seeing people be down for the come up. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it did really, so it did pretty good on Amazon Prime. And now he, the, the director, is reaching back out to me to do a, a um, comedy film with me and uh, this other actress. Her name is Lauren Lott. She used to be on American Idol, so she's gonna be my um, co-star. And I can't wait to do that film next. Um, I just, I just, I'm just really happy that all these people were like so warm like they make me feel so warm and welcome that's awesome and it kind of takes a little bit of the nervousness away because i know you have to be a little nervous i mean you're still oh, young definitely. but you're so you're so ambitious and i think that you have so much going for yourself but do you ever sometimes get nervous i mean I'm, sure. I'm glad that they are there to, to make you feel warm and to, and to give you that warmth and comfort you need but do you feel nervous sometimes when you're on the set uh, um in the beginning, I can say that when we first get on set, when I'm not 100% comfortable, because me myself, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I don't say much, and I be to myself uh -huh. a lot of the times. Like you have to get to know me to really understand me, and uh -huh. um, they make it their mission to do that. Like the way we joke around on set, it feels like a family, and uh -huh. they don't, they give you the time to like get right. 
They'd be like, don't worry, we'll do it like 12 times and then we'll do it for real. Like, don't worry, just get comfortable. Like, we need this to work. They get oh, it. Wow. You know, they get how it feels. They get the jitters, but at the same time, they still like, you have to respect them. Like, this is your job. This is what you do. Like, you know how to do it. All they do, all they do is provide that comforting support to a, a certain extent that you need. Mm-hmm. It's like an extra That's awesome. Boost. That's wonderful. That's absolutely. Is your mom? Is she? Is she usually on set with you or? No, I'm really not usually um, allowed to bring other people on set. Okay. Um, unless like they ask for an extra person just in case, I might bring my best friend. But I, I, I go to set by myself. Okay. 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 Yeah, that's okay. good information. So good. I- I know that you have a film right now that's in the Australian Film Festival. Um, yes, called we White won, Club. actually. Yes. yes. And so, I know, I don't know how much you can talk about this. I mean, because this is kind of active right now, but just give us give us the juice, girl. Well, Swipe <laughs> Club, it's a really, uh, that is probably one of my favorite films that I did. It was hilarious. Um, wow. <laughs> really good energy on set. It was about like, us college kids were stealing our money back from the school. Wow. Yeah. Talk about a plot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I need that in my life. No. Right? <laughs> I love that. Are you kidding me? That is so dope, dude. Right. Like, oh, my God. I loved it. It was it was probably the best two weeks of my life. Like, <laughs> we were up and down at the campus, at their house, and the guy funded everything. He just took care of everybody, made sure everybody got paid great. The film went, or the premiere was amazing. It was packed. We sold out at the premiere. What was the premiere at? Um, it was in Atlanta. Okay. Um, on ATL. Ponds. ATL like, doing they big things. A lot of, they're doing big things. Yeah. Yeah, but they hold a lot of film festivals. They had it at this like little theater on Ponds. So do you know how that process works? I mean, like once a film goes to a film festival, I mean, then is it released into the theaters or? Okay, so basically um, when films, if it's not already picked up, so say if you have a film, you wrote it, you could either produce it yourself or you can sell it or you can pitch it or you can do a trailer and pitch it. Like it just Mm -hmm. depends on what you know and who you know. Okay. So um, with the film that I did, like Swipe Club, um, he filmed it, he, he, the Budget on that was like $20,000. Okay. He put it together, he paid for everything, and then they started submitting to film festivals. Um, the process with a film festival is you submit it, if they like it, they'll play it, um, or if they don't, they'll pass on it. Some film festivals play all of them. Sometimes there are certain spots and you have to fill them by a certain time. There's a certain deadline. And then um, they'll go, you'll win awards if has somebody from a big production company happens to see it and like it as is maybe they'll put it out maybe they'll sell it to someone and help you maybe they'll buy it from you maybe they'll buy the script and the idea from you you never know what you could work out okay so um it's like uh it's a raised show her show was on youtube first insecure that's right yep and okay then it just that's happened true. to get big up to it's a ray black excellent i know right. black excellent it's exactly. a ray. you're right and then it just happened to pick up. It just, you never know how the, these things are going to go. And that's the thing with acting. It's literally b- bittersweet because you're playing the waiting game with a lot of things. Mm. It's not, you can work as hard as you can, but timing, God's timing for you in that field is always going to be perfect. It's, you're Girl, you better say that again. Certain, <laughs> it's gonna, you're going to rise when it's time for you to rise. Like, seriously. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Patience, patience, yeah. patience yeah. is definitely that key was powerful. Yeah. And what's meant is. for you is all is for you and nobody else. Exactly. exactly. But Brooklyn, I think you're doing a great thing. The most important thing I think is what you're doing with with, with what you're doing. I'm sorry, is gathering yourself around positive people. Always being very yeah, being very mindful of what you just said was powerful. Who you who you surround yourself with. At the very least, spending time with people who support you, mm-hmm. who support your dream, who support, you know, everything that you're going for, your whole demeanor. They support you. And that's what I think one of the major tools is, is staying grounded and being support, being around people that support you. Because it gives you the energy that you need. It definitely brings the energy out in you and it gives you the energy you need to keep going. Yeah. That's why you're able to continue to keep going. The people, I mean, of course, it's definitely you as an individual, but it's the people that you're carrying in your circle. Yeah. Dude, like you're around some positive people and it's who you know. Yeah. It ain't friends, what you know, it's who you know. Exactly. Friends are good, but I think the, the, the people that keep me the most grounded is like going back and hanging out with my family. Yeah, because, love it. Like, Shout they, out to family. No, seriously, they—I didn't realize it till recently. Like I was around my friends way too much, and then I was just starting to feel so lost and confused. I just went mm-hmm. to go hang out with my family again because I'm like kind of reconnecting back with them. I was away from them from a very, for a very long time, and mm-hmm. I remembered how loved and comfortable I was. Like, no, wow. I, I realized I don't need nobody but family at the end of the day because my family makes me feel good about everything I'm doing. They make everything a big deal. And wow. It, it pushes me, and I see how hard they go for me and how much they believe in me, and it just, like, it, it makes me never want to stop. Like, I really want to give them everything I can give them. Oh, my goodness. That's that was powerful. That's beautiful. Thank you. That's, um, this is amazing, y'all. So she was life. I mean, because nobody was like family. That's real talk. I, I'm telling you. I'm telling they make you. Make me feel like back to normal. The value of family. It's like a happy place. Like I feel back to normal. Like when my head's all I feel over, grounded. Yeah. I feel fried. I go with my family. I feel grounded all over again. Mm-hmm. They refuel you. Mm-hmm. They definitely so, my so how do you know how did you I mean I know your family is all excited but I mean like what's the reaction from your friends and your peers when they see you in all these movies oh my that- friends are so supportive they watch everything they post everything I say I'm doing one thing they're like when can I see it when can I watch it like how can I help <laughs> I love it what can I do to help you like What's it like? Yeah. I, I love how interested my friends are in everything that I do, but it, it it's reciprocated 100% because I'm exactly the same way. And we all understand like that we all have our own stuff going on, but at the end of the day, we reconnect and they just get it. Like they, They're so curious and want to know so much, and I'm so excited to share, and it's vice versa. Oh, wow. wow. That's really yeah. good. That's powerful. It really mm-hmm. is. So, so, um, like, I know you have a pilot coming up, well, that you're filming now for HBO and Stars for Pimpology. Yes. So, Pimpology. Pimpology. I just love that, that name. It's, it's just so, so I don't know why. I'm not a pimp, I'm not a pimp nowhere at heart, but it's just so <laughs> cool. Pimpology, dude. I'm feeling that over here. Yeah, I love That's my um, word for the day, Pimpology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved pimp, filming Pimpology's pilot episode um yeah they're presenting that to hbo and stars it's already in the works the guy he's the writer he's amazing he's a sweetheart um i actually got onto it because my friend was a lead for it and he just suggested them to me they called i went in for an audition and that was it i was i was in like they loved me like they liked the look they liked the table read that we did they liked everything 
it, it was great. I loved them too. The energy was there. Like <laughs> she said, I love them too. I love it. I love it. it. it, it said, were, love everybody was black. Everybody <laughs> was black. I said, I love it. I love my black what? people. They were great. The the writer, oh my God. He's, he's been writing it for years. Like he's had the idea for years. He got a production company to uh deal with him and now they're presenting it to the two and I think they also said on Netflix as well and I got it from my friend he he's I the first film I ever did we did it together and we had it like my first scene ever was with him wow yeah so now he's like basically kind of like my acting coach but he's one of my greatest friends he's very talented his name is Terrell Hill Terrell is great. He's Shout out to things. Terrell Hill. You've definitely right seen now. Terrell before too. He was in um, what's that movie with Trevor Jackson? Um, Super Bad. He, I mean, not Super Bad. What is it called? Oh, is it Super Bad? No, it's not Super Bad. That's a funny. Or Kick Ass? Nah, nah. It's a um. Uh, y'all got me on this one. I'm about to look it up right I'm now. Still, I'm, I still got pimpology in my head. I'm still, I'm just out here. <laughs> movies. Um, I'm trying to think. It's your called... circle seems very like just a creative bunch. I know you talk about your friend, the sure. fashion designer. Yes. You got somebody helping you with, uh, you know, acting, acting coach, your mm-hmm. writer friends. Yeah. I mean, that just sounds like a little dynamic group of friends. Y'all all popping. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, I love my yeah. friends. Um, they, they, they definitely keep me going. Um, everybody. She's like, I'm still thinking. I am. I'm. I am. Because like, what you <laughs> so, know? When, so why are you thinking on that? Because I got a question for you. So what? Oh, advice? Superfly. That's the movie. He was in. Superfly. What is it? What is it? Say it again. He was in Superfly. 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 Yeah. Mm. Wait a minute. Is that the is that the guy? Wait, I know Superfly. That's a remake, right? Yeah, it's a remake. It's a oh remake. God, I love that movie. Yeah, he was in, <laughs> he was in Superfly. He I love like, that with a guy and he had his hair blow dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, that is my movie. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. I gotta look that up. But he's in a lot of different it's things. It's a remake though. from a lot the seventies. Superfly. Yeah. Superfly. He did. He did Star too. He did an episode of Star. Your he friend played in that. Yeah. Wow. He's the one who got me the role on Pimpology. Oh my goodness. Hey, women, you got to tell us a little bit before we move on. Tell us a little yeah, bit about Pimpology because his name is just killing me. Girl, right. that dang girl. So you don't give it to him. I'll try to give you a very minimal uh, summary. Okay. It's basically about a kid. He's in college and his dad gets locked up and one of his. His, he finds out his dad was a pimp, and his pimp had a hoe, and the hoe is teaching him the game. Wow. And my character actually kind of ends up becoming, like, one of his, but it's like, my character is also a girl he was in love with in high school, so I'm, I ended up being a lead. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm excited about that. And so this is going to be a series? Yes. Oh, this is good. I cannot girl, wait. Girl, Pimpology the series? Oh my God, it's going down. I'm so excited. Like, this is going to be great. This is amazing. Plugged in on that one. Brooklyn, you got some big things going on, dude. Thank you you got shout out to yourself. Shout out Thank to you. Brooklyn. Makes me Like, shout out to Brooklyn Summer. Absolutely. Yes. Like, that's amazing. I'm over here just smiling. Just I'm talking about, I'm looking at myself in the mirror while I'm sitting here in the whole studio with the microphone. I'm just smiling because I'm, I'm happy to introduce such amazing talent we're happy to have you on evolve show we're happy to to really just promote black excellence yeah and, and young people who doing that thing 
Thank yes. you. It makes me feel so good. Because you guys are truly the ones who are leading by example for yeah, the children that's coming after you guys. It's crunch time. We working hard. We want it early. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Say 22, baby. 22. I want to be chilling so, Brooklyn, give, us, give our audience, give your viewers, give the, the upcoming generation, give the people... If you could give them something, what advice would you give them? What advice would you give the Evolve family? Of course, give us some advice. Um, what would you? What what um, advice could you give the people, the viewers, the Evolve family that would inspire and motivate and enhance our listeners' lives? Um, I think to just keep your your mind right, treat mm-hmm. your body right, mm. and like really practice having a better soul, like overall. Ooh, because mm-hmm. that, major that, if you're if you don't have those together you don't have your your yourself aligned on the inside mm. you're not gonna do too well you're gonna be thinking too much it's gonna be too hard so Ooh. i say you gotta just focus on making sure yourself is comfortable you love who you are and if you don't fix it Mm. Get rid of what's unnecessary. Exactly. Girl, spirituality is a new church. When I said you speak in spiritual, spiritual, yeah. being in line with yourself, being in line with the universe, being in line, being in tune with yourself, and like, that's amazing. Exactly. You know, one thing I think that I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off real no quick, but I just want to say this before I forget is that you know one thing I think that you know the millennials have over generations prior to them is that they understand the synchronology between mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm. They understand how important it is. Yeah, they understand how important it is to keep your spirit right, to keep, you know, feed your body good food, to be in a good mental space. And, you know, the people before us, they only had bits and pieces of that. So I'm That's just true. I'm loving it. And I mean you are a product of that right now. And you can tell that you came from a great family. Um, who uplifts you and encourages you and you can surround yourself with the right group of friends and I'm just I'm just really happy for you thank you that makes me feel so good yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah that's awesome so we're going to end our podcast we are super excited to just let everyone hear this and see what we got going on because you're bringing it to them you're really giving them life you're giving me life i know you're giving my co-host life Thank life you. over there so life 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 <laughs> life this we feel it so before we go out we want you to um go ahead and put your instagram social media any um hashtags anything that you have that people can follow you on they can keep up with what you got coming up upcoming artists coming out here you guys follow her keep posting keep hashtagging keep sharing keep spreading the love like we got to support each other if we don't support each other we will not make it it takes a village to raise a family that's a saying that has been in african-american history for years and it will never go away it takes a village to raise a family that speaks volumes so we have to share we have to follow and hashtag and stay connected so is anything you want to go out there and put out and share with the world of you know, just your hashtags and your Facebook and social media. Yeah, uh, my Instagram is Brooklyn Summers, Brooklyn with two N's. Uh, my Facebook is Brooklyn Summers, same thing. Uh, Brooklyn Summers, everything. Twitter, BKLYN Summers. Um, everybody knows Brooklyn Summers. That's how I want it. <laughs> okay, hashtag Brooklyn Summers. Yes. Hashtag Brooklyn Summers. Oh my goodness, I'm so happy you joined us today, Brooklyn. This was amazing. Many yes. thanks to you. Thank you so much for joining us. And you make sure you keep us plugged in 
on all your upcoming projects um and come back and visit us and step into the evolve booth again honey so we can chop it up we are you always gonna be family for us thank you yes we love you brooklyn we love you thank you (laughs) yeah so we want to give gratitude to the universe and to our listeners we encourage you to be mindful on your journey to live in your purpose and have an appetite for success follow us as usual y'all on ig and facebook evolve mind body and soul and until the next time my name is kate lanae my co-host is shakoma and we all wish you guys namaste